We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Weekend Perspective, along with Jonathan Sutton. I'm Kitty Dunn, and today we are going to be talking about the healing power of music, especially when it comes to veterans who are dealing with some pretty difficult memories. And joining us is Jason Moon, who created a great nonprofit called Warrior Songs. Jason, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jonathan and Kitty. So, 5.5. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go uh, back to the beginning to hear a little bit about your story. Um, when you served, walk us through a little bit of that so people know that they're... Yeah. Deep, yeah. I served eight years in the Wisconsin Army National Guard, 724 out of northern Wisconsin. I actually got out serving eight years, uh, one month before 9-11 happened. And so I felt compelled to reenlist we're going to try the guard for one year, thinking we might go guard some uh, ports. Or, or They didn't have the TSA at the time, and they were activating National Guard. Uncle Sam had a different plan, and he sent us to Iraq for 11 months. And when I got home, I struggled a lot uh, with symptoms I didn't really understand, and later I'd be diagnosed with PTSD. But after about four years of, of suffering without any um any relief, I attempted suicide in the spring of 2008. And it was in my process of recovery that I began to write songs about the experience. They started to get shared with other veterans, and now I'm here on the phone with my two friends from 105.5 talking about it all. So let's go back to that and that dark time for you and, and what you experienced. Were there things to help? I mean, there were some services offered, but they didn't really fit, or... Tell us a little bit about that struggle, I guess. From 2004 to 2008, the VA wasn't doing that fantastic of a job. You're, there was a famous memo leaked in 2006 where they were trying to discourage PTSD diagnoses because a lot of us were coming home with it. And so there wasn't a lot of service for me. I was diagnosed with readjustment disorder and told to give it a year. Um which I did, and it didn't go away. And it so really just wasn't. give it a year, just like do nothing and wait for it to go away? 
yeah, it was a horrible experience and it screwed you up and you'll just readjustment is hard. So give it a year. Thank you. Here's some sleeping pills. Uh, you know, and slowly it got into, um, into anxiety medications. And so they were really kind of misdiagnosing it. I wasn't helping, you know, um, they don't train us to be, um, admit our weaknesses. And so I felt, I really didn't know what was happening to me. I, I actually thought I was going crazy. I thought I was alone. I thought I was a bad soldier. I thought I was the only person, you know, feeling this way. And, uh, it wasn't until after the suicide attempt that they said, Hey, you probably have PTSD, and I started getting the right treatment. And as soon as I started getting the right treatment, um, then I started to actually get better and, and see a path towards healing. And, and so that was that was 2009. But at the time, there was there was nothing there. I just I felt really alone and isolated, and like I was the only person who'd come home and was having all these symptoms. I couldn't be in loud places. Um, I would sense aggression long before it happened. I was always on edge and and anytime I saw a threat I went towards it instead of away from it uh, and this was starting to cause problems and then I started self-medicating with alcohol so now you got a big angry PTSD veteran who's drunk uh, it just was all kinds of uh, the wrong approach to healing it and it just kind of spiraled out of control and at a certain point I just looked in the mirror and I thought saw that the person who was a danger to my family was me and in the military they taught us to you keep yourself alive you keep your buddies alive and you accomplish the mission to the best of your ability well and when something threatens your team you eliminate it and so I looked in the mirror in the spring of 2008 and I just saw this out of control spiraling depressed substance abusing veteran who was becoming a threat to everyone he loved so I decided uh, to, to end my life um, and I took uh, all those pills that he had given me as they had misdiagnosed me uh, as the means to do it. But I was lucky enough to wake up and uh, after about three days in a, in a kind of uh, coma and, uh, and went to the VA. And it was when they, when they diagnosed the PTSD and finally it started to make sense. I, I started to be around other veterans who had the same symptoms and suddenly I wasn't you know, weak, and I wasn't the only one, and then I started to get better. We're talking to Jason Moon uh, about his project called Warrior Song, so let's move forward now and talk a little bit about what you did then, the power of music, and walk us through that a little. Yeah, so as I'm recovering, the VA therapist, this funny thing happened, as soon as you attempt to kill yourself, you get the best doctor, so I suddenly found myself upgraded to the top-notch people at the Milwaukee VA, and they had suggested journaling. And I said, I don't journal, I write songs. And they said, well, have you considered? And I had tried to write songs. I'm a, you know, a songwriter. That's one of the things I love to do. Uh, and I couldn't. Every time I tried to write it, I would hit all the emotions, unprocessed emotions of Iraq. Regardless if I was trying to write about a flower, you know, um, it would just, or anything, it would just be impossible. And so I finally with the suicide attempt and the being told to write, I started to write some songs. I wrote Trying to Find My Way Home. I got picked up by a filmmaker, Olivier Morel, who, a French filmmaker, made this film On the Bridge, and they paid to record four of the songs, which led to the CD Trying to Find My Home. That started to get shared with other veterans, and I started to get these communications and phone calls and emails and 
I got uh, I, I got ten of them, and I, I made a pact with myself. As I said, if I get ten correspondences from other veterans saying this is helping, then I'll drop everything I'm doing and I'll do something about it. I was about to get my PhD at Marquette. I was transitioning from my master's to my PhD, and the tenth letter I got was from a mother whose son had been the same place I was, Khalil Air Base, at the same time I was. So he was home the same amount of time I was. And he had attempted suicide three times. And like me, he didn't have a problem, you know, and didn't need help and could do it on his own, uh, which is not, you know, which wasn't working. So she said she played him that CD and that he broke down and cried, told her what he had seen and done and went to the VA the next day. And that was it. I quit everything I was doing and I started traveling uh, the country. Anywhere anyone would listen, I would interrupt my my fun bar shows with this little 15-minute presentation that eventually grew into a two uh, 90-minute presentation that I give around the country about seven things not to say to a veteran, and and it really um, it really got it's the legs for this story, the song, this, this this where we take the veteran stories and turn them into songs. When I ran into a woman in uh, Georgia, and it was 2011. And I had started to sing and go around and talk to these other veterans and go into suicide recovery wards and AA wings of VA, anywhere they would accept me, I would go. And so I was at this retreat and a woman who'd been raped in the Navy said to me something that changed my life. She said, I think if you, if someone could take my trauma and transfer it into a song the way you did with your PTSD and trying to find my home, that I would have a similar healing. And that was just, I just thought to myself, who's, is anyone doing this? I could do this. I have lots of friends. And, and so that's when we began the story to song process. We're talking with Jason Moon about warrior songs. And so now let's talk about that, that project and, and how you managed to put that together. Yeah, so we started collecting those stories and we started matching them with other songwriters. And it was this idea that, that we could help transform this trauma into a more communicable, um, easily digestible um, form of media so that the veterans could externalize it and not have to carry it inside like I did for four years all by myself. And civilians could hear it in a way that's uh, a little more approachable. And so we started with Volume 1. It came out in 2016 called The Last Thing. Uh, no, called um, If You Have to Ask. And um, because I just reached for what I had around me, like I did in Iraq as a combat engineer, uh, it turned out a lot like me. So it was very white and very male. And we got a lot of criticism, as you can imagine. But luckily, along with that criticism, came offers of support. So we um, coordinated with an organization called Women Veterans Social Justice. And in 2018, we released Women at War, which was the first time in modern um, media that anyone had taken the stories of uh, women veterans and turn them into a full-length compilation CD. And that one won uh, Album of the Year for the Whammies, and it won a um, Native American Pop Song of the Year for 2019. And then we just started going uh, and exploring all kinds of populations. So the latest release is just out. It's out uh, next week, I think, and it, I, <laughs> I can't remember. But it's uh, the last thing we ever do. Warrior Songs, Volume 3, The Stories of Vietnam Veterans. So, as far as the veterans writing these stories, or these songs, they don't have to be a 
songwriter to do this, right? I mean, they don't have to have a musician's background. You did, but they don't to be part, correct? Absolutely. They, and it's, it's, we're really fluid and creative about how we do it. They just have to speak their truth. It has to come from the firsthand testimony of a veteran, but sometimes uh, we've had it be a painting where a gentleman, uh, unfortunately had to kill two small children who were strapped with explosives. He couldn't communicate, communicate his story anywhere. And so he made a painting and the artist, um, actually Kyle rightly from Madison, award-winning songwriter took the painting and, uh, and made the song. Other times it's a poem. Um, but other times they're most of the times they're sitting down with a songwriter and constructively working um, over several months to take their truth, however they are comfortable delivering it and transforming it into a song. They can have no no musical talent whatsoever. It's just about um, the truth. And one thing I saw in the, the liner notes of the new album, The Last Thing We Ever Do, Warrior Songs Volume 3, is that it's that you always hear that veterans come back and they don't want to talk about their experience, but it's actually that people don't want to hear it. How do you feel about that? It, it, you know, that is why I started that Seven Things Never to Say to a Veteran program, because it lists, as the title says, uh, seven things that you shouldn't say. And this came out of this experience where I would begin to talk about my experience because I needed to. And I would immediately be asked, how many people did you kill? Or did you see any action? And all these, all these, uh, or someone would tell me I didn't join, but if I would have, I would have been tougher than you. <laughs> um, or, you know, what happened to me a lot when I first got back is Toby Keith had some song out about a veteran and people would come up to me and say, um, is that what it was like? And I would say, no. And they would, they would believe the, um, the media over, over my testimony. So, so those were the things that made it hard. And that's why we do this because when we can't communicate because the civilians, it's not that they, that they don't want to listen. They don't know how to listen. Mm. Um, but then we have to carry it all inside. And these things that we see and do, you know, this is, I went in, in everyone's name. I wasn't an independent person who got on a plane and just flew to Iraq and had this experience. I went in the name of the United States people. And so I shouldn't have to carry the burden by myself. It should be shared with the entire community. And, and that's where the arts come in, I believe. That's when it becomes so important to bridge that gap between the military, because I'm sure if I started talking in military terms, you guys would be lost on what I was saying and all the acronyms. And But the music makes it um, palatable. Indeed. And one other healing process that I think you've done that I've heard people do before is where you go back, like the Vietnam veterans go back many times to Da Nang or wherever they were. And in this case, you actually had some Vietnamese people very much involved in the music, correct? Oh, that was, this is one of the most amazing uh, songs I've ever been involved with, Seeds of Peace. I went to Vietnam for 15 days with the uh, Children's Library International out of Milwaukee, and they've been building uh, libraries and attaching them to uh, poorer Vietnamese schools in areas where we had done a lot of destruction. They've been doing that for 20 years, and I got to go over there. I'm sitting at this restaurant, and the, the guide is a Vietnam veteran mortar man, and we're sitting there having uh, lunch with a former NVA officer, and they're explaining that they fought against each other 
And I think they mean, you know, writ large, like, you know, generally speaking, they were in two sides of a war, but they actually start pointing to the hillside. You know, he was over there and I was over there and they literally had, you know, shot at each other and possibly put each other's brothers into the ground. You know, they wore dog tags of the names of fallen people that the person across the table may be responsible for. And yet they drank, they embraced, and they worked to build these schools for the school children. So I wrote the song Seeds of Peace, and then COVID destroyed my plan to go to Vietnam and create this major um, multi-country recording. But we were lucky enough to meet Sun Mok, renowned, renowned conductor of the International Saigon Orchestra, and then uh, a school I had um, taught or judged uh, their English-speaking contest they lost their scholarships because of COVID. So Warrior Song stepped in. We held a singing competition in English for their English club. And five uh, young Da Nang uh, school children got uh, scholarships and came and sang on the song. And Sun Mok brought in some world-class players from the International Saigon Orchestra to put on to put on the music. So it is truly an international song piece by two formerly warring nations about how do we recover from war? Did you ever think <laughs> when you started to uh, recover and started to um, deal with your past and everything that a project like this would come to this level? I mean, this is huge. Not, not in a million years, Kitty. <laughs> and so sometimes I have to look in the mirror and be grateful for my suffering because I wouldn't be here. But I tell you, to be... As someone who their whole life wanted to be, you know, the next Bob Dylan as a 13-year-old kid wanting to songwrite and spending their whole life pursuing a music career, what a blessing it is to be able to do it in such a way where we save lives. Literally saving lives. I mean, literally saving lives, not just the, the cute way people yeah. say it. It's incredible. 34 confirmed suicide prevention since 2011. We've given over 50,000 CDs away for free. And that's not including all the people who just say we improved their lives. These are only the people who, you know, wrote in and said, I was there, you know, with the gun in my hand and I was going to do it. Wow. Sorry, that always gets me a little bit, but just to, to have that. And we also do these uh, four day intensive creative arts healing retreats where we take veterans and we use the arts to for these really intensive healing things. And we just recently started expanding after women at war. I got a real quick education about um, military sexual trauma. Well, we built that one. So now Warrior Songs uh, does specific programming for, for women who were raped in the military to help them recover. Thanks to Jason Moon for joining us to talk about Warrior Songs, the nonprofit effort that's helping veterans. And the new CD is called The Last Thing We Ever Do. And there are some opportunities for you to find out more and get the CD. There is an event on Thursday, August 5th at the Wisconsin Veterans Museum, which includes a concert at the top of State Street, which is open to the public. And then it's followed by a panel discussion with the music that are involved and then also on friday august 6th there is a warrior songs blues bash featuring watermelon slim that happens at funk's pub 
in Fitchburg. He is uh, taking part in the CD, The Last Thing We Ever Do. Watermelon Slim is actually a Vietnam veteran as well. You can find out more about Warrior Songs. You can buy the CD at warriorsongs.org. Along with Jonathan Sutton, I'm Kitty Dunn for Weekend Perspective. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.